Hey, good morning. It's Thursday. It's June 13th. And I have a quote of the day from William Butler Yeats. Today is his birthday. He was born 1865. He passed January 28th, 1939. He was a very famous Irish poet, won the Nobel Peace Award in Literature in 1923, has a million quotes on Brainy Quote, and they're really interesting because we see them quite often all around us, but they're his, and I didn't realize that because they don't always attribute them to him, but they are his. Anyway, I picked out one, and I will share it with you. Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. And that's your quote of the day. Daily Horoscopes for June 13th by Linda Black. Aries, hey, today is a seven. Attend to you shared finances. Plan for an upcoming job. Let your partner take the lead. Prepare well so you can move quickly later. Taurus, today's an eight. Collaborate on practical projects with your partner. Share ideas and resources. Have patience with temporary confusion. Strengthen foundational matters and celebrate together. Gemini, Today's an eight. Physical action gets results. Keep your objective in mind. Listen to your intuition. Prioritize your own health and wellness. Sometimes the best move is stillness. Cancer. Today's an eight. Follow your heart where it leads. Take action to realize a romantic dream. Explore your passions. You can make things happen. Make a love connection. Leo. Today's a seven. Tend your garden with love. Nurture growth and harmony. A domestic dream is within reach. Get family on board. Many hands make light work. Virgo. Today's a seven. You're especially brilliant. Study, write, and research about fascination. Present your argument tactfully. Anticipate some resistance or controversy. Get creative with a challenge. Libra, today's a nine. A surprising opportunity could be worth pursuing. Focus on profitable actions and practical priorities. Check work orders for changes and start computing expenses. Scorpio, today's a nine. Use your power responsibly. You have what you need if you can find it. Things may not go as planned. A personal dream seems attainable. Sagittarius, Today's six. Slow down and sidestep a controversy. Avoid stepping on anyone's sensitivities. Hide out in your private cocoon. Enjoy time in nature and peace will feed your spirit. Capricorn. Today's a seven. Confer with friends and allies. Conversation provides insight. Teamwork makes a complex job easy. Monitor a situation in real time to navigate changes. Aquarius, today's a seven. Consider a professional opportunity. Keep practical objectives. Begin a testing period. Figure out what you need. 
make a lovely, magical, spiritual connection. Pisces, today's an eight. An adventure takes shape. Imagine your route and destination. Explore off the beaten path to discover hidden treasure. Study maps and charts. Investigate. And those are your daily horoscopes for today, June 13th. If you were born today, June 13th, collaboration is your golden ticket this year. Apply dedicated efforts to build long-lasting value. Cash flow surges this summer before changes with shared accounts. Family fortunes flower next winter before a personal financial twist. You can get what you need. Share and grow together. If you're born today, you instinctively know the change is necessary for your growth, and you also go through many transformations in your lifetime. You are at once fascinated with and worried about the unknown. This compels you to be as prepared as possible and to plan ahead. You like to be prepared for the unknown, and so you often do go ahead and plan. You are not only hardworking, you love to work and feel at your best when you're responsible and committed. You are creative and unique in the ways that you express yourself. Famous people born today include William Butler Yeats, Paul Lind, Malcolm McDowell, Mary-Kate Olson, Ashley Olson, Tim Allen. Happy birthday, Gemini. Why is Peter Pan always flying? Because he never lands. So on gizmodo.com, which I've never actually been on this site before, there's a really interesting article. A man restoring a classic synthesizer goes on a nine-hour acid trip after accidentally touching LSD-covered knob. So you just got to read this. So that's what I'm doing. Um, There are plenty of wild rumors, mythologies, and eyebrow-raising stories from the long history of music, including claims that parts of synthesizers designed by electronic music pioneer Don Buchla had been dipped in LSD. But as engineer Elliot Curtis recently discovered, those claims might actually hold some truth. Curtis, a broadcast operations manager at the KPIX5 CBS affiliate in San Francisco, volunteered to fix and restore a Buchla Model 100 modular synthesizer which was previously owned by Cal State University. The school's music department, led by professors Glenn Glasso and Robert Bazart, had originally purchased the instrument in the 60s to help the institution stay on top of recent radical changes in the music industry. But over time, 
The synthesizer fell out of use, broke down, and was eventually stored away in the corner of a classroom. So, as Curtis was disassembling a module that appeared to have been added to the Buchlo Model 100 after it was delivered to the school, he noticed a crystal-like residue stuck under one of the instrument's knobs. In an attempt to dislodge it, he blasted it with cleaning solvent and tried to simply rub it off with his finger. 45 minutes later, he started to experience a tingling sensation, the beginnings of an acid trip that would last nine hours. Woo! Three separate chemical tests later identified the crystallized substance as lysergic acid diethylamide, or LSD, which can be absorbed through the skin and can survive for decades. Given the age of the synthesizer and the decades that have passed since the school purchased the instrument, it's not known where the added module came from. Both professors have unfortunately passed away, and of course there are no records indicating what upgrades were made to the Buchla Model 100 in the years following the school first installing it. So, was it intentionally soaked in LSD as other instruments were rumored to have been back in the 60s? Well, probably not. San Francisco was the epicenter of the drug culture in the 60s, and musicians were no strangers to partaking in substances like LSD. Previous owner may have just accidentally spilled some on the added module or had to quickly sweep some away, not giving much thought to whose hands the instrument might eventually fall into. Okay, so that's interesting. There's some comments back and forth on this, but some scientists or scientific people or whatever they are, chemists, they weighed in on it and they said it actually is possible. And they were saying the solvent could have actually been a catalyst to absorbing it through the skin. Um, and they said that it definitely can survive for decades. Well, we're talking like 50 years, which is kind of why it probably wasn't a good idea to take that crap. Because if it's not breaking down out here in the environment, it's probably not breaking down in your brain either. So that's a freaking mess. Sorry that guy had to go through that. Um, Hope that doesn't mess him up in the future in some way. And I think it's a little weird, though, that people would have so much LSD around that they would start soaking instruments in it unless they thought that they were forwarding music creativity in some way. Maybe they had that kind of line of thinking. Uh, I really don't know. I really don't know. It's interesting. Why the heck would you do that? Well, anyway, anybody who has old equipment and you see some weird stuff on it that looks kind of crystalline, 
you might want to approach it with some rubber gloves. All right. This was your article of the day. (laughs) So, I know a lot of you have family that drives you crazy. I actually saw this quote on Facebook yesterday saying, don't let others drive you crazy when it's within walking distance, which really hit home because I had a situation that my aunt passed away and my cousin is so angry with the family, with my family, with my mother, was angry with my father. She didn't go to my father's funeral and now her mother passed and they didn't let us know. I actually just saw the obituary and I thought to myself, how wrong is this? You know, how wrong is it that when I was little, I used to sit in their kitchen and my aunt always had something to eat for us and all the parties, the family parties and the things that we went through you know, as a family, and then all of a sudden, one argument, and there's a rupture forever uh, that has ruined the family and fractioned the family forever. And, you know, people taking sides, people having resentments, people feeling that, you know, this person did something and that they are to blame and therefore you know that's the end of the family and it's really sad and you know experiencing it myself my aunt's passing makes me realize that that's it Um, that era of my life is really gone and all that's left is this battleground of cousins that don't talk, don't speak, that, you know, there's no family left even though they are family. It's a hollow feeling. And you know, I saw that my cousin, he was married, you know, we weren't invited to the wedding. There, It's just, it goes on and on and on. but. And then I saw his wife passed away and unexpectedly and he has these kids and you know I saw it on Facebook and I'm thinking to myself I saw it on Facebook but nobody called us nobody told us anything and how is how are we supposed to behave and you know you do we just show up to the wake or do people not want us there and so you do nothing And you know that there's no way you can win in these situations. It's either you're thoughtless and you don't care or you're an asshole for showing up because you're not wanted. So I just wanted to share that with you because this is something that I've experienced. I know other people have experienced much, much worse with family. And I think the best thing to do is center yourself, 
forgive them for their issues. Know that if they were ever to come and air the grievance or want to resolve it, that you're open to it. I am. I will always be. They don't come to me. I'm not going to because I actually wasn't even part of it. (laughs) I couldn't even tell you what it's about. They just got mad at my parents and then everybody was written off. We were all, the whole family, gone, done. Don't want anything to do with you. It's sad. I don't know how these things happen, how these families unravel, but what I would say to anyone is that if you do have a family and you do have an argument, Don't let it get to the point where you're passing each other like strangers on the street. It's a hollow, empty feeling. It's sad. All right. Have a good weekend. Talk to you later. Bye.